a lot of people spend a lot of brain energy on restricting themselves with their eating and they not realizing that they are sitting at 1,000 to 2,000 steps a day sitting at their desk all day and realizing that you can, in fact, out-train some aspects of your diet. Welcome to the Fitness Forever podcast, where I share with you the exact habits, actions, and strategies that I've used over the last 15 years running 27,000 personal training sessions to build the exact framework to help you feel better than you ever have without hurting or hating the process. You're going to hear exact case studies from myself and some of the best coaching minds in this industry. Thank you for listening. I hope you put into action what you hear today and subscribe. One of the most useful thought experiments to utilize when building this framework and trying to figure out what are the exact steps that I could put in for the majority of people and almost guarantee success? And I obviously recognize that there's a human in front of me when I put people through this framework. There is a past experience. There is a current mental state. There is an overall experience with training across the board. And that will alter the little nitty gritty of how you approach these strategies. But the beautiful part of a framework and having principles for operation and values behind it is that you can apply it in another number of different scenarios with different stressors and different things at play. To me, it's not a framework if you can't apply it in a number of scenarios. And so this is the thought experiment that I used. If I had to think about what do people that don't achieve success do? People that don't get results, what are the common trends that I see? In other words, if you wanted to have success with weight loss, with fat loss, with muscle gain, with health, energy, et cetera, et cetera, what should you not do? And if you can reverse engineer from that, you start learning, okay, these are definitely the habits I should always focus on or work towards. And so that's what today is about. Going through a list of all the things you should not do if you wanna see success with your fitness and with your health. Let's dive in. Number one, if you don't want to see success with your health and fitness, you should not actually think about the long-term reason for why you're even training or working out in the first place. You would not figure out any of your ulterior motives and you would just show up. That's all you would do. You just show up because really that's it. You just got to show up. You don't need to know why you're there. And when I think about that, I, I say the majority of my people that have had the most success, they had a very clear understanding of why they came to me in the first place, what motivates them to be there, and they also understand what things they wouldn't be able to do long in the future if they decided to stop. So some examples, instead of, oh, I'm just here because I know I should work out or I just want some weight loss, they know a year from now, I want to lose weight so that I can go on this really big hike that my daughter has been planning for a long time. And I want to be able to do it with her so that I can support her and her new venture into enjoying the outdoors, but also so that I can connect with my daughter. And really it's number one, so that I can make sure and fulfill one of my life dreams, which was being a good father. And so when I know that, when I know that reason, 
everything under it becomes easier because I just have that as the, the placeholder for why I'm doing the thing. And so number one, if you do not want to succeed in the gym, you would not take a moment to think about why you're doing this in the long run. Real quick, friends, this podcast is definitely just getting off the ground, and we would love to help more people just like you find their way in fitness or level up in the process. If you could help me out for just one second and share this podcast with a friend, send it over via text, email, just talk about it with somebody that you think it could be useful for, it would be much appreciated. Now, back to the framework. Number two, if I wanted to see success in the gym and my health, my fitness, you know, my world of gaining muscle and strength, et cetera, I definitely would not put every possible aspect of what I'm doing into a calendar. I would just each day wake up and maybe I get a workout in the morning, maybe I do it in the evening. You know, maybe I have a dinner at 6 p.m. one night, 8 p.m. another. Yeah, I think I'm going to go here for lunch. I definitely don't need to schedule my life if I wanted to have success. So a thing I see with a number of people, the ones that I see consistently move forward versus the ones that spike forward and fall way back, is the people that see consistent success, they schedule in important things. If it's important, it's in their calendar. If they're not already doing it as a habit, it's scheduled into their calendar. Because if you're trying to put something totally new in your routine, it's already hard enough to make a conscious decision to do it. But then you have to remember to do it each day. And then you have to have it top of mind of when it's going to occur. It needs to be a priority. And for the majority of people, if it's in their calendar, it becomes a priority. Same thing with work. If it becomes on your work to-do list, typically, and it should, becomes a priority. And so if you want to not have success, you'll just ignore all our recommendations to schedule things in. Number three, if you wanted to not have success with your weight loss or fat loss or muscle gain in the future, you would make a conscious effort to focus on as much of the minor, high quality things you can. You would ignore quantity, just would think about, you know, what is the most nitty gritty thing I can do to move forward with my health? What I see with the majority of our clients that have success is they really get bought into the idea of focus on big picture things first, things that have high reward with low cost, and things that tip a lot of dominoes over. I'll give an example. If instead of worrying about how much protein you have in each meal and what the best supplement you should start adding to your diet to feel better on the day and what's the ideal calorie burn per workout and what's the exact movement that is best for you to get more ab strength. If you quit worrying about that and instead said, you know what, I'm going to get three workouts a week and I'm going to get 12,000 steps a day. If that was your sole focus and you did everything, you shaped every aspect of your life to that, you would move far, farther ahead than the person that started focusing on the little nitty gritty, high quality things. And I'm not dismissing quality. Being able to get the right supplementation that supports what you're missing in your diet is useful, but it's not what's going to get you to your goals initially. It can be a part of the equation, but it's definitely a lot of mental bandwidth for something that's not creating big outcomes. And if you're somebody that thrives in being able to see actual change quicker, you definitely don't want to focus on the minor. So if you did not want to have success in this world of fitness and health for yourself, you would focus on the minor. You would major in it.
The next thing I would look at if I wanted to make sure somebody did not have the long-term success they were hoping for in their fitness and health is I would definitely not focus at all on total daily activity. In fact, I definitely would just look at the fact that I'm only getting one to 2,000 steps a day in and just leave it there and instead spend all my mental energy on focusing on nutrition and focusing on you know, getting a couple workouts in because that's definitely not going to move me forward. A lot of people spend a lot of brain energy on restricting themselves with their eating and they not realizing that they are sitting at 1,000 to 2,000 steps a day sitting at their desk all day and realizing that you can, in fact, out-train some aspects of your diet if you get moving more. And so I would put a high premium, and I do for all of our clients that see success, into always adding a percentage of your steps every single week. Can I get somebody over 10,000, maybe 12, 13, 14,000 as soon as possible? And when you hear that, you're going to be like, that's crazy. That is, I have, there's no way I can make that happen. You can, it's just difficult. And you don't have to start with a jump all the way up there, but it can start with a five minute walk before work. It can start with taking a phone call while walking around. It can be making sure that you stand up once every hour of the day. You can do this. If you didn't want to have success, you definitely wouldn't schedule these things in. The next thing I would do if I did not want to see success with my fitness and my health is I would definitely track how many calories I'm burning in my workouts. I would chase as much calorie burn as possible. Because if I did that, I could definitely ensure that I probably will just see all progress stop a few months in. Now, this one's a tough one to hear for people because we are built into this world of thousand calorie workouts and high intensity intervals and how all of that is the best path forward. But I just want to present this to you. If you work out and you're just wrecked and you, you do that workout at, say, 5 o'clock, and then you go home and you just, for some reason, you collapse onto the couch and you sit there for the next hour. You make a little different dinner, but you're super hungry. Then you go and sit on the couch more and you veg out the rest of the evening. You don't move at all. On another day where you didn't work out, you actually notice that you did move a lot more. And in this weird way, it was almost like not working out, you were more active on a day. And I'm presenting those extremes because what people do is they chase so much intensity that their entire daily activity plummets. And so if instead we find a way to get better, not just tired every workout, then we do get stronger, we can tolerate more, and we stay moving on a day, and we see the best of both worlds where our activity goes up, our strength goes up, and we have energy to focus on what we're eating so we can see results faster. A final thing today that I definitely would not do if I want to see success with my health and fitness is I would take an all or nothing mindset. You know, if I'm not doing six workouts a week, there's no point. If I can't get the whole workout in today, I'm definitely not going to show up. If I can't eat super clean, I might as well just binge. Everybody I have worked with that, that has decided that the only way they could see success was all in ends up going all out at some point. As much as we try to curb that thought for them, they keep wanting to go all in. I see it every time. Three months, four months, they fall off. Seen it time and time again. But if I can get that person to instead say, what is a realistic amount of workouts you can get in and still operate your normal life right now? That's where we're starting. What's the most amount of steps you think you can get over this next week? A thousand more? Uh, more like 500. Cool. That's our starting point. Do you think you can focus on just one meal a day that we improve? Or do you think you'd feel better with every single meal? Definitely one meal. So when I do this, we always move forward. We do not step back. Eventually, you'll have minor step backs that are super easy to overcome. So when you start thinking about how can I move forward in my health and fitness, start looking at the clues of what people don't do that are not seeing success. If you were trying to save money, 
would you go listen to an individual that was broke and they kept showing clues of what not to do, you would not keep doing those things. You would do the strategies of the person that was able to save up a lot of money. And so success leaves clues. And if we look for it and then find a way to apply it to ourselves, we can move forward. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found it useful, but maybe more important, I hope you have at least one action that you can put in place before the next podcast drops next week. I appreciate you listening. I hope you enjoy and share with friends. Have a great day.